I'm Cheryl Waters. You're listening to KEXP, where the music matters, at 90.3 FM in Seattle, streaming worldwide on KEXP.org. We are so excited to have Black Pumas live in the studio today. We've really been anticipating this session, an incredible debut album, and I hear that your live shows are just insane. We're so happy to have you here in Seattle. Thanks so much for stopping by KEXP today. It's an honor. Thank you guys very much for having us. Well, we'll just start off with some music, and then we'd love to chat a bit later. It's Black Pumas live on KEXP. Do 
Black Pumas live on KEXP.
so good. It's Black Pumas live on KEXP, playing a sold-out show at Numo's here in Seattle tonight. We are so happy you finally made it to Seattle. Thank you so much for being here today. You as well. We're, we're honored. It, finally. It finally happened for us. Thank you. I feel nice the, to meet you. We feel the same way. And when I read interviews um, with you, Eric, and Adrian, it feels like a mutual admiration society. And that the two of you were destined to meet. And I know Adrian had the bones of some songs that he was working on and was looking for a singer. And Eric, it sounds like you were doing your own thing and people were kind of reaching out to you and you were ignoring them. <laughs> and I'm wondering what the magic was that brought the two of you together. What made lightning strike there? Well, I think for a little while there, uh, I, I'd been in Austin at this point um, for about maybe two and a half years. And for a while there, you, you know, you kind of just get interjected into the incestuous music community that is Austin, Texas, Austin music, that uh, eventually you get to know some of the same producers that, that do different things that our friends are connected to. And like we said earlier, Adrian uh, was working on uh, a few of the, the tracks. We you know, had five on the tracks, uh, on, the, on the label, I'm sorry, the record that uh, Adrian produced before I even uh, you know, entertained doing this. And uh, you know, it's just been, it's been amazing from the first, first time we, he, you know, played, we played the record. Well, Eric, you have an amazing ability to inhabit a song and just bring the listener on a journey with you. And Adrian, I'm curious what it was about Eric's voice that made you realize that he was the perfect vocalist for the tracks that you'd been working on. Um, the, his voice was incredible right away when somebody, uh, I'd never uh, met Eric or heard him, but a, a friend of mine uh, suggested him. And my friend said, this is the best singer I've ever worked with. I listened and was like, this is definitely an incredible vocalist, but... Uh, what really kind of sealed the deal for me was, uh, was the, like the, we just played a song called Fire, no pun intended, but the fire in him. He, he, he called, when he finally got back to me two weeks later, he uh, called and was like singing over the phone. I honestly couldn't even hear it, but I was like, God, I just love the, the, the energy and like the passion that this guy is bringing to that. So yeah, originally we, we uh, worked on some songs that I was working on um, that he helped me write and, you know, sing on and... We kind of took our time. We were in no rush to really do, we didn't really have a master plan, but then we started to kind of listen to his songs and that's when we put a band together and then that's when we started to bring in some of his songs and that was what sort of became Black Pumas. Well, you certainly conjure magic through your live performance and I feel like the record has a very, very live feel and Adrian, I'm gonna guess that's due to your sorcery there, but how did the sound of the band evolve with two of you kind of doing your own thing? Adrian already getting a start on stuff. How did the sound kind of come together and what was it like when you came to the studio and started working together? I think when uh, Adrian uh, started to kind of do a little bit of his own research on me because of our mutual friend, I think that the thing that uh, comes up all the time is that he saw... He's just, he saw genuine soul there, right? So, you know, I also, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, guys like Neil Young and... Uh, Bob Dylan and these guys, we connect on different on a different level musically that is like quite symbiotic in a lot of ways that when I got the music that Adrian first sent me, it felt like I had already heard the songs before. And they just kind of, they wrote themselves and Adrian enjoyed a lot of the, the material that I was bringing to the table um, later on in the, you know, the, the ending of, you know, making the record for Black Pumas. When you started writing the lyrics for the record or the songs, what themes were you wanting to explore? What kind of messages were you wanting to have in these songs? 
You know, I, 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 do, I think that the biggest thing that I'd like to reach almost like a, how Albert Einstein wanted to know the thoughts of God, right? Like I, I, I write music in that way that helps me to feel a sense of uh, forever, you know, this eternal feeling that you get when you put certain things together, certain ideas that help you just dream a little bit, you know, and not take life so seriously, you know, it's nice to, to you know, it's nice to do that. Well, when you bring these songs in front of a live audience, they just react. I have friends who have been seeing you in cities all over the world, actually, across the country and in Europe, and uh, texting me and posting about it online. I mean, they just can't get enough. And I know that you were playing these songs for quite a while, living with them before you started playing live. I know you had a residency in Austin, but before you went on the road, what's it been like to be playing these in front of an audience? And I got to know that I got to say I know that the response has been incredible from your fans well it's been amazing it's like if you can imagine uh, kind of being a fly on the wall in someone's bathroom when they're when they first getting out of the shower they got the towel on and they're they're dancing and doing all this craziness that they have no idea what they're doing that's what it's like <laughs> I, I don't claim to be like this world-renowned like dancer or, or James Brown impersonator someone almost called me that which confused me but uh, you know, it's like I'm very, like Adrian said, like he sent me the, the track Fire, and I, and I was like, man, I love this beat. It reminds me of this. I called him. I was like, dude, check this out. And, you know, it's just, it's been like that. We're just, we're just dancing in front of the mirror together, right? Like just uninhibited it's, is, what the, is where the music comes from. When we uh, f played our first show, I had only ever seen videos of Eric playing, uh, there's a, um, him playing guitar, kind of troubadour style, like he said, a little more folky with you know, this same kind of feel that he has, but I had only seen, I didn't realize that he was even, had those, you know, dance moves, like he said, and all that. I, we really just uh, had no idea that that was even gonna happen. So we just, you know, took it one show at a time in Austin until uh, we started to kind of fine tune this. And a lot of it is the help of this this awesome band. You know, anything we want to throw at them, any, uh, any uh, songs they interpret, you know, the hell out of and, I was just going to mention that it started just as the two of you, Eric and Adrian, but you've got an incredible band with you today that sound amazing, also have some wonderful dance moves. Can we meet these fine folks? Yes, this is uh, Angela Miller and Lauren Cervantes, the, p the, p the Black Pumats, I, I guess I should say. <laughs> they look and sound amazing. This is Jerron Marshall on keys, Vince Chirito on bass, and Stephen Bidwell on drums. You talk in a lot of interviews about bringing the spirit of Austin on the road and around the world with you, and I'm wondering what that means to you and, and why that's important to you. Well, when I first got to Austin, I, f I found this uh, place called the Hope Wall, and I had met a filmmaker there who kind of did like a live music video of me playing colors. Like, kinda, that's how I got to know uh, a lot of the community there. And, uh, you know, so, I think that in Austin, like there's not very many places where you can go as a like troubadour style guitarist musician, you know, with a busking team of buskers, you know, and actually be comfortable in your in the process of creating and making a making a moment. I think Austin is m maybe even underrated as far as uh, places that uh, are is just really good for the development of the artist. You know, I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. Well, Eric, you have talked about 
um, your sort of nomadic existence since you were a child, you've moved around, and you really sort of love that. And it really sounds in interviews like you've made a home in Austin. Do you feel like this is just a pit stop for you for a while, or you just can't say? Well, as long as I'm continuing uh, moving, you know, with whether I'm with a band or uh, something else that I decide to do, I think that it's important for me to maintain a sense of mobility, but I definitely see Austin as being or somewhere I can root, yeah, for sure. I know you got your start busking. You did that for many years. I read somewhere that you early on came up to Seattle. Do you remember where you busked here? Oh, my goodness, man. I think it was by the water somewhere. I have no idea. We had, we had some friends. I almost caught my first fish. It was raining. Uh, that I did, really could I didn't be anywhere catch, here. I didn't catch, I did, yeah, yeah, it could be anywhere. Uh, but anyway, that was, it was, oh man. No, I'm not putting yeah, you on the spot. Okay, it was a no. long time ago. You've it been to a lot of places. It just feels amazing to like to do this because, you know, like I was busking right, right outside. So, so to get choked up on that and when we get to different places, like it starts to, the reality sets in. Like I'm like, wow, we just sold out a, like a, I don't know what yesterday was, 800 people i don't know what it was but it was really cool to have that the love and the joy that music has been in my life reciprocated in a you know appreciation and adoration from people who feel the same way so it's really nice thank well, you that's the best tip ever well thank you we're so happy to be on this journey with you we're so happy to meet so many of you adrian a long time uh, family member here at kexp he's hit the stage with many groups uh, and we're so happy to have you here with black pumas thanks to all of you for coming are you going to play some more music for us yeah it's, i'm tripping out it's so nice to meet you <laughs> we are yeah thank you yes let's do it Blue skies, we gon' fly, feel 
Black Pumas live on KEXP. I think it's fair to say I've listened to that song hundreds of times and I just got goosebumps hearing it live for the first time. That was incredible. You got one more? Hold on, just to be around 
Black Pumas Live on KEXP. Eric, I heard that song started out as a demo on your phone. What's that one about? Yeah, um, I was going through a breakup and uh, I was doing some shadow work and I was using the uh, songwriting process to send love to, to a younger me that maybe didn't get, get his pacifier on time, you know? It's just, just a shadow work in a song, you know? My birthday's October 7th, so October 33 represents just another little, an, another me, you know, from a time ago. Such a beautiful song. It's such a beautiful record from yeah. Black Pumas out on ATO Records. Thanks for sharing your songs with us today. Thank you very much. They're playing a sold-out show tonight at Numo's. Tomorrow they'll be down in Portland at the Wonder Ballroom. It's Black Pumas live in the KEXP studios here in Seattle.